Trivia question. Who who wrote the soundtrack for that movie? For Robin Hood? Yeah. Um, Walt Disney. Nope. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> no. Lenny Boy. Oh, Lenny Boy. It was Roger Miller. Don't know who that is. Should we know who that is? No. Okay. Why the fuck did you ask that? Because <laughs> he's a great songwriter. It's just trivia, dude. You yeah, it's just trivia. No trivia, dude. You're whistling the songs. Trivia? I fucking asked you. Fucking got trivia, dude. That's you honestly ever... like the greatest movie song ever. I love that. Little John Robin Hood walking through the forest. Ooh la, ooh la, we got it a day. Who wrote that song? <laughs> <laughs> Morning. Welcome to Don't Feed the Artists. I'm Hagen. I'm Dave. I'm Adam. Um, fuck, I forgot an Italian accent. <laughs> and I'm a Jackson. It's a me, a Jackson. <laughs> I'm a backer from Italia. <laughs> Were you at the food court at the mall? <laughs> <laughs> Got an authentic slice at Sabaro's. <laughs> so y'all were like really jumping around uh, saying where I was. We a- actually I didn't name you. any places. Did we? Did we do that? Yes. Uh, yeah, I was very specific to not like to not say exactly where he went. But I think I said it. I, th- I think you, I, I think you said you were going to Europe, right? Okay. And then you used an Italian accent, and everybody yeah. could probably well, figure it out. Now, <laughs> now, now, it's, now, yeah. now, now, yeah, yeah. No, he he's done Italian accents before today. Oh, sure, but I. <laughs> <laughs> and he scolded us for doing this. There's some like super fan who's like. Where's Jackson going? Well, in episode whatever, he did an Italian accent. In episode and he... 94, he did an Italian accent. <laughs> said he had a trip next year. <laughs> That'd be good. I yeah. wonder what episode we're on. Good mm. question. Yeah. I can't answer that right now. <laughs> Is that like but you're the guy. The Are you pleading the fifth right now? <laughs> no, it's, I have no idea, and I should know. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. They're not numbered on our website. No, we so. stopped. Apple told us to stop doing that, so we stopped doing it. Oh, just we they told as us podcasts that? in general, not oh, us. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Apple specifically contacted us and was like, "Will you guys quit that shit? I'm not a big fan." Yeah. Will you give us five stars, Apple? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that's how we got five stars. Welcome back, Jackson. Yeah, dude. Yay! My headphones are very loud. Oh. You, oh. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, feels uh, very... Check. Hey, hey, hey. Check. Hey. Feels very boring to be back. Ah, perfect. Okay, good. Hopefully we can entertain you today. Thank boring you. Boring in a good way or... No, yeah. like as in a like, ah, I had a good time on my trip. You what? <laughs> what? You... <laughs> you What? Did I say something? No, bad? I just, I just, no, I just want you to say everything with an Italian accent. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, I won't that do that. Get old real quick. I didn't learn like any Italian while I was there. Uh, you know, why not? I don't know. Well, like I learned ciao and like, <laughs> um, you know, buongiorno. <laughs> Many a times I would it'll be like ah oh, one espresso and then they would uh, give it to me. I'd be like, bon jovi. But <laughs> I, I would say shit like that just to see if anybody would. If, um, if they were actually listening to the Americans. American, yeah. <laughs> While we were there, it was Republic Day, which is uh, like America's Independence Day, July the 4th. Uh, and on that day, a lot of places are closed down. So we ordered pizza that day to the villa we were staying at. And one of the people in our group, whenever we gave the pizza delivery person uh, our money, they turned around, and the person in my group, American, says, Muchas gracias. 
was like, holy oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> holy shit. That's, that's not. Muchos gracias, man. <laughs> and she kept doing it the whole trip of like, I was like, stop. And that's then there was like awesome. one day where we were walking through Rome and she every time, like, I guess this is a European thing or maybe Italian, but like they just kind of stare at people. And, like, I'm used to, like, if somebody stares at me, you stare back at them, and they'll typically be like, oh, shit, and then look down because they're like, ah, oh, Europeans seem to no, not no. do that. This is, like, a, I'm, this, is, this is a European thing, and it's also a thing when they can tell you're American. Yeah. They just stare at you because they're like, you fucking American. Yeah, and I definitely got that a lot. Uh, but I guess this person, whenever it would happen, her southern roots came out, and she kept waving at people. And at one point, <laughs> I grabbed her wrist, and I was like, you've got to stop. That's, that's that's stop waving at people. that's uh that's imagine young me and my mom roaming germany uh and my mom being very like happy happy me being a little kid like i don't understand the world and uh people staring at us as we're basically skipping through the streets of germany uh my mom did the same like hi kind of shit <laughs> i didn't give a shit about the like oh americans like at one at one point somebody in my group accidentally like knocked one of those disinfecting hand sprays off the wall and like it was just an accident bumped into it and i was already sitting at the table for lunch and like the group of italians behind me go oh americano in italia <laughs> and i turned around to him and i go oh italia in italia <laughs> and he just kind of looked at me i was like they didn't Fuck expect you, <laughs> that's hilarious I was like, I don't, like dude it was an honest mistake don't be a fucking prick it's, no but you know italians don't knock over anything don't it's never like, happen dude like 90 percent of your economy is because of a tourist so uh <laughs> yeah. you should be thanking me and the rest is mario <laughs> said the american <laughs> but waving at people and stuff like that that's good in canada you have to do that in canada yeah uh but it was you killing have me. to you have to <laughs> yeah, you, you walk down the street and they go good evening and you're like good evening uh, no thank you no thank you yeah, yeah. <laughs> i personally like i love it when i travel to places that like everyone is very isolated in like new york city big cities and stuff like that so like i love it when i go somewhere where like everyone's an asshole to each other because i'm like oh finally i can yeah. stop holding doors open <laughs> for people i can stop like giving a nod and saying oh thank you uh like you i, I feel at it. home there i love it oh, i, love I hate it. that it's i love great. interaction with strangers you can still no, have interaction. They but love it's, the it's, interaction. Yeah. They love the asshole interaction. It's the negative interaction. Oh, yeah. Get I'm walking out of my here. way. Yeah. yeah, precisely. Yeah, precisely. That. <laughs> I had I had I had a guy yesterday uh, at this gig I played. And this is the only detail that I'll mention of this gig. Uh, but so we had to like load in into this garage basically, and so uh, our bass player had pulled in front of like the driveway of the garage. And the guy, some guy who worked inside, like at the bar inside of this place, was like, sees the bass player trying to load in. And he's like, hey, hey, you can't park there. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm loading my stuff in. He's like, you can't park there. So the bass player is like, okay, and just moves his car instead of loading in. So the guy's pulling in, and I'm like, that's crazy that he couldn't park there, dude. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, he no fucking shit knew he couldn't park there. He's loading his stuff in. He's like, what are you talking to me about right now? I'm like, what is happening? Am I am I lost in translation right now? You gave the guy shit for par- – I, I need to go home. How are you not listening to me right now, giving you shit for being an asshole to this guy? Like, we were talking to fuck? a goldfish. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think. That's my impression of a goldfish. Like super yeah. proper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you talking about? <laughs> Hello. 
European goldfish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm glad you understood what I was doing. I was like, oh, what am I doing? How am I going to like verbalize this? <laughs> yeah. Welcome back, Adam, for your second yeah. show in a row. Yeah, I know. I'm, you I'm, made I, it. I made it this time again. Mm. Good, good for me. Yeah. You really, you deserve something special. Uh, yeah. 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 Mm. I'll, I'll think of something for you. Don't a new worry. car. Hey. Yeah, they're gonna give you <laughs> shit now too. Yeah. Hey, how quick? How quickly did you have a Dr Pepper? Not very quickly, to be honest. Wait, yeah. So you didn't get any over there at all? You didn't no, go to I the didn't. American soda store? I thought they, you... they were in stores. There was like a handful of times I found Dr Peppers, uh, but almost always it was like Dr Pepper with dark cherry. Yeah, you posted whatever. a picture of one, uh, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. No, I sent it to you guys. Okay, Y'all just yeah, didn't yeah, respond yeah. to it. <laughs> We do that didn't sometimes. Wanna, yeah, didn't want to interrupt you on vacation. Yeah, the time yeah. difference. You know, we, yeah. yeah, I was sleeping. <laughs> yeah, when I saw that text, I was like, oh, no, he's fucking, he's probably on another planet by yeah. this point. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's probably really tired. It's, you know, day, it's daytime for him. <laughs> he's definitely not texting us. Um, no, to be honest, yeah, there, I didn't, didn't miss it at all. No. Until you got back. Yeah. Well, now, now uh, it's like he's like so he like wishes he was still on vacation. He's like just using this as like a distraction. Yeah, using mm. the Dr Pepper is like a yes. Need. I thought you got you were talking about, <laughs> the, talking about podcast. The, the podcast. No. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> how did he know? <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, this is like maybe my second one. Oh fuck, my hand was shaking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh oh, yeah. No, this is like you got my... a quick drink more Dr Pepper. This is like my second one, and like honestly, it's not hitting me. I think maybe I'll scrub this tattoo off. Anybody got some sandpaper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I expected to like land and be like, we're going to McDonald's because that's the best Dr Pepper you're gonna get. Fountain drink, McDonald's. That's fair. Uh, best soda you'll get, just in general. Uh, so I was like, we're gonna go to McDonald's, but I like landed. I was like, I just need more coffee, and uh, yeah, no. They haven't hit me quite well yet, so who knows? Maybe it'll the dark cherry will hit me. Chug, 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 chug. It'll it'll, it'll come back. It'll come yeah. back. You'll be you'll be out you'll be out at a bar one night, and all your uh, all of us are going to be drinking. I'm like, I just need a fucking Dr Pepper. I can't be around these fucking assholes like yeah, this. Yeah, because I have, you know somebody <laughs> That's why whispering he in during my, the show. at yeah. three a.m. I'll have somebody whispering to me as we have an hour ride back. Hey, can we get water burger breakfast? <laughs> I'm like, absolutely not. You're gonna fall asleep five minutes into the trip, and I'm gonna be alone trying to keep my eyes open. And at that moment, I'll be like, you know, I could really use a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll uh, go back into my favorite topic. Um, it is the annual. It is that time of year where uh, the recording atomy. <laughs> <laughs> Did that happen because you were looking at Adam when you said that? Maybe. I almost spit my drink out. The recording, Adam. Adam. The, the record- we got to dust off those cobwebs, it's boys. Fucking, it's been two weeks. It's, it's like doubly wrong because his name's Album. Yeah. 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 How By the way, that recording when, album me. When I was listening to the two episodes I missed on my way back, I was like, wow. We're all pretty good at this. I I wasn't on the episode, but like you guys oh were holding God. up a conversation. Like I, I'm always in the room, so like I'm never like aware. Like is this going well? But like <laughs> so I was were listening. just surprised that we could carry a conversation by ourselves. Nope, nope. That's not what I said. Hey, not, take, not what take, he said. take the fucking compliment. Just in Thank general, you. <laughs> I think we're good at like that. Like no, like you know, stupid pauses <laughs> like that. It felt really organic. And I was like, I think we've gotten really good at hey, this. Hey, we've been doing it for a while. Yeah. That And I, that compliment has nothing to do with me. 
It so, should, though. You're yeah, good at wild. it, too. It's, uh, but it's, I didn't hear myself. This is episode 197. <gasps> Fuck. We're almost at episode 200. I wish you hadn't asked that question. Now we have to plan something. <laughs> well, I won't be here in a couple weeks, so. Oh. Well. This is me telling you that. <laughs> Dave, Dave, Dave will host episode 200 by himself. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really good. Um, I don't think Dave would like that. I mean, I could try. No, don't it's terrifying, that. though. Yeah. So the Recording Academy... It's that time of year where they add more categories. Yeah, the Grammys needs to be bigger um, for the 2023 Grammys. So let me read out the um, categories that they've added. There are five new Grammy Awards categories. Um, first one being Songwriter of the Year. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, we have the. I always forget if it's record or album of the year, but the one where everybody, like the producer, yeah. everybody gets yeah. record. I think it's record. So that's pretty cool, but it is cool to, like, you know, single out the songwriter and be like, cool, you I get think it. it's sort of surprising that this didn't already exist, actually. Right. Yep. After they added this, I'm like, oh, that seems really obvious yeah. in a good way. Um, non-classical? Uh, really can't comment on that. I don't know what that is. I don't even want to attempt, because if I were, if you were to say, like, oh, what's non-classical? I'd say... All the other categories yeah. that exactly, are not yeah. classical. Yeah. Um, Does that just mean instrumental music that's not old? I don't think that doesn't make no, sense. No, classical does not have to be just yeah, instrumental. Yeah. yeah. Um, ah, I would I, I I would think that that would make sense if it was like classical ish music that is written in modern times, but those still go in the classical, in the classical category. category yeah. 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 Moving forward, otherwise there'd be no awards every year. Yeah. <laughs> The next one is Best Alternative Music Performance, which is going to be just as shitty as the rock music performance category. Would we all agree on that? Yeah, it's going to be a weird one. Yeah. I think the rock category has been pretty like lame for maybe the past five years or probably even longer than that. And I think this will just continue that tradition. Uh, best Americana Performance. I am in no way qualified to talk about that. I, I, I mean, isn't there already an Americana category? So is it is there, isn't it just splitting it then from it's like like uh, song to performance or like album to yeah. performance something like that? Best spoken word poetry album. Once again, I am in no way qualified to talk about that. I think that's probably a good category on its yeah. own. Yeah, yeah. Um, so w- spoken I don't know word where that would have been before. Spoken but. word counts as music. Well, recording recorded, a, recording so. academy. Oh, recording yeah, academy. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah. Ignore uh, that. Because they that also, well, they also do have like, place. Yeah. Com- <laughs> they do have comedy albums as like a, yeah. a category. So it's okay if it's recorded, it counts. I really the wish best it, podcast will be any year now. I wish That's I true. knew like a the haiku format, and I would have put you in your place in a haiku. It's not like I have a computer in front of me though. <laughs> and here's my favorite of the new additions: is best score soundtrack for video games and other interactive media that's i think awesome. that's cool. pretty that cool. cool yeah yeah that's awesome i think that's really cool um anything you guys want to say on that um oh they also added this uh i don't think this is okay i'm just gonna read the sentence um the academy is introducing a new special merit award for best song for social change I don't think that's a traditional category like the, oh, these are the five. I think it's probably a, they're going to pick a song yeah. and be like, here you go, Marvin Gaye. <laughs> I was going to think, and that's like probably the award for John Batiste to win again. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Or like and Kendrick Lamar. her have a uh, mm-hmm. song like a, what was yeah. that, 2020? Yeah. I don't know. 
I mean, I, I, I think more categories is uh, always a, a positive thing for these people to, you know, for them to, you know, be more inclusive. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's already enough categories. It yeah. doesn't hurt to add more. Yes. Yeah. In <laughs> 2022, they added two categories, which is, if you guys don't remember, best global music performance and best musica urbana album. So they went from two to five. So shit. Yeah. And I wonder actually on the back end if they like take out some songs. I, I or, sorry, some categories. categories. I'd imagine not. Uh, I mean, I think that they do need to have this many categories, if not more, to or they need to like restructure how the categories work to actually be as like as inclusive as they could. Unless we're going down like the strict route of awards are like awards are for the best of the best, and we don't need to be inclusive, which I think is a load of horseshit because we're not in a meritocracy. So yeah, it never works that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I'm all for, especially the video game one, but I'm biased on that front, but I'm especially stoked on that because there's, like we talked about in our video game music episode, like there's a lot of shit that goes into the design of video game music. Yeah. So it's great to have, you know, that be, you know, shown and represented, especially because like there's so many different kinds of music that goes into video game music. It's not just like uh, the beep, boop, beep, eight bit kind of shit, but like there's, <laughs> there's... Well, it also helps, uh, you know, remove that stigma that is around video gaming. Yeah. Of like, Oh, this is not an art form. Yeah. Like, well, no, let me like dad play last of us and tell me that this is not art. That kind of thing. I understand looking at Mario and thinking that's not art. I mean, it still is, but you know, yeah. I, I think this takes that helps remove helps. that stigma. Like Marvel yeah. has like taken away the stigma of being that kind of like comic book nerd that right. kind of thing. So it, I think this helps that a lot. Well, Gives the, it legitimacy. Video game aspect is interesting too because it's like those songs and everything have to be constructed totally differently. So that's mm -hmm. like a very unique category in that regard and needs its own category. It can't just be scored music like that wouldn't yeah. work. So exactly. even if it is just the beat boops and you would be like, oh, well, this di should be in the, I don't know if there's an electronica or, uh, you know, dance uh, category. Like, oh, this should be in the dance category. It's like, well, no, they didn't write this for people to right. dance to. They wrote it for that, like, hey, can I sit three hours on this screen and the song never get old? Let's just hope that they don't include, like, like when Paul McCartney did the song for Destiny. Let's mm -hmm. just hope they don't include, like, the celebrities doing songs for... That would be a bummer. Yeah, that yeah. would be a huge bummer, and I could totally see them doing some shit like that. It would take but, away from those, like, people who are actually, like, really developing, yeah. uh, you know, a soundtrack for a video game yeah. and just give it to, oh churches did a song for death stranding cool. yeah exactly yeah <laughs> but it's cool to see a different medium get that kind of i don't want to say legitimacy but that kind of shine in a different more um proper setting right because then as a video game composer you get more recognition for your work or the potential to legitimize your um your work or maybe validate it i think about like some people that might be writing video game music that are trying to get citizenship or like an artist visa where they wouldn't be able to apply for it previously because they don't have any award shows that they can attend. Or That's a great like that. point. Yeah. yeah. Um, it opens doors. And it, it might wind up with companies treating and putting more, I guess, like of a budget towards video game yeah. scoring too. Because it's like, well, now we can win awards and get, you know, 
prestige and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but that, but that, but then that would almost I can almost guarantee then we would go into the whole realm of the celebrity like like oh, yeah, yeah. art pop artists being involved in that because or like, Hans Zimmer is going to score every video game again. Yeah, I can already <laughs> see like Epic Games like hiring all, like a bunch of like EDM producers to then make their soundtrack for the new season of Fortnite, yeah, yeah. and that gets nominated. So uh, well, it just just hope that it helps. Yeah. What? Yeah. I can't wait for, and if you've never watched E3 or any of these gaming expos that uh, happen nowadays, uh, what I can't wait for is for now there's going to be a group of very, this is going to be a non-televised category, but I can't wait for that group of like, you know, 10 10 video game uh, soundtrack producers uh and then that one who wins who goes up and talks and does not know how to speak in front of a <laughs> that's what happens every time at one of those gaming showcases yeah. and it is the best so here's to that um moving on into you know we had some uh, talks off mic uh, about this of like hey you know what is the future for the foo fighters and like we all had our kind of you know thoughts about it what we kind of thought would happen uh i don't think any of us thought that they would be playing shows very soon but boy were we wrong uh they're playing the foo fighters have announced uh two taylor hawkins tribute concerts one of which is at the o2 arena or wait wait maybe Isn't it's it wembley? wembley sorry wembley stadium in london and then the second is at la's kia forum um this has been you know this is obviously to commemorate taylor hawkins and then was in conjunction with taylor's family so it you know after that like quote-unquote bombshell article that came out that like everyone immediately denounced who was in it was like oh shit like that was taken out of context it's good to see that it it appears food fighters is still like close with yeah. the family and that yeah. there, there doesn't appear to be bad bad blood no uh, uh taylor's wife released an official statement saying yep. we love everybody involved in the food fighters family both band and crew yeah and they've been so supportive throughout this whole process. So, obviously, what they have said is, you know, there's going to be a bunch of Taylor's peers and idols will be there. Uh, and the lineup will be announced at a future date. But I'm guessing we could all pretty much guess what this show is going to be like. It's going to be all his friends. Chad Smith, the drummer for Pearl Jam, who I couldn't tell you his name, but I know that they were like best friends. I'm going to put it out on a limb and say you know Alanis Morissette will probably be there I bet maybe perform a song I bet like they'll have they'll have members of Zeppelin they might yeah. have members of Queen I think the one they, show yeah. especially they they, yeah. they I wouldn't I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Coheed shows up yeah, yeah. I, I bet that maybe it it would be I wouldn't cool. be surprised I'm not saying it like it like would happen but yeah. it might be on tour right it would then. be kind of <laughs> cool though if it was like a here's all the bands he's ever performed with kind of it would be it would be great to have like to have like the full-on tribute you know like it's kind of cheesy sometimes they did that when the, they would do those like big concerts where there's like five or six guitar players on stage like two drummers going but like this is one of those instances i feel like in rock history where if they're going to do these tribute shows it makes sense to have as many people on stage as possible because everybody has only had positive things and loving things to say about taylor yeah. and uh, i think uh, yeah i just i just think it's going to be I think it's going to be beautiful, and I hope they include as many people as possible. I think I'm most curious about Foo Fighters songs, who will be playing drums on that. I bet Dave Grohl is going to play songs at some point. Yeah. Chad Smith. I, As a 
non-Foo Fighters fan, I can tell you I will not watch this, not because I'm not a fan of their music, but because I'm like, I do not want to see these people cry on stage. Right. That is just too much, because this is definitely going to be recorded in some format. Uh, you'll be able to watch it at some point. Maybe it's a year in the I mean, making. They've but... been doing a lot of shit with Amazon. I wouldn't shock I me would, if they I would assume there. it'll be live somewhere. Yeah. It, Amazon I, I, or Apple Music, maybe. I, at I, least YouTube or yeah, Tidal. I wouldn't be shocked if this was like kind of like um, Michael Jackson's <laughs> funeral. Right. Where like yeah. it was televised. Uh, maybe not well, televised, it's, but it's like a, on YouTube, yeah. I mean, it's like you were saying, it's a big deal in like rock music in general. Yeah. It, you know, it can't be... I guess overstated. Yeah, and and especially with like the uh like the amount of technology available. I mean like like months ago the Foo Fighters did a uh a like a metaverse show. I mean like they could they could do anything with this. Would y'all so. want to go to this? Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm still going uh I'm still flip-flopping on how I feel about listening to the Foo Fighters or getting too close to interacting with it because I yeah. haven't really let my emotions fly. That's why I wouldn't. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, because I think it would be too painful. It might be cathartic, and it might be. I mean, like feel your feelings. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's the de- definitely feel your feelings. I think my main thing is that like I would go to this in a heartbeat because if Taylor or if if Dave can put himself on stage for Taylor, then like I mean that's that's it's either gonna be like uh, the best performance ever or cathartic or both or like it could be just this like huge culmination of emotions where everybody in the entire room is sobbing and it's really uncomfortable and disgusting or it's like everybody's feeling the same feeling together which can be really special if everybody is like you know we've all been to shows where everybody's stoked and having a good time and that feels really special to be in that environment and it could be equally as cathartic to be in a situation where everybody's sad and is like mourning taylor yeah i'm trying to think if i've ever been in like a movie or something like that where like Everybody went in and knew that we were all going to be very sad, and the whole room was sad, and then came out. I, I can't think of an experience. What about like a that. musical? What about a musical? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you have a specific one in mind? No, just like if the, if there was an experience where like like most people know what they're getting into with certain musicals. So like if you walked in and if like majority of the room was like sad during a certain musical, was that was that a, would no. you have experienced that there? That seems more likely than a movie. Well, what I'm saying is, like, literally every, or, like, a majority, let's say 60 to 70% of the sure. crowd knows, like, okay, Angel is going to die in the in second act, and everyone's going to be very sad in Rent. Yeah. But I really, I don't think I've ever experienced that, because, like, that takes a lot of emotional maturity. True, yeah. Of a, of a mass audience to be like, I am going to come out of this feeling, like, I might feel very relieved, but I will. I have to go through the weeds first. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is like intentionally grieving. It feels like. Yeah. In a situation like this, as a fan, you are afforded the privilege to avoid that grieving in a way. That's true. Right. To an extent, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But there is there is something to be said about like group grieving. So just like you know, like it's a celebration of life in that regard, which is like the other the other side of that. So if everybody coming together and celebrating a life is you know. But, I'm mostly just saying I wouldn't be strong enough to do that. No, totally, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I would be, but I would go. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, in these situations, it's not necessarily just that, like, oh, you're mourning, you know, a you know someone you really idolized or a musician who gave a lot to you. It is, like, a accepting, like, oh, shit, this could happen to people close to me, that kind of thing. So yeah. I think that's the bigger thing of, like, yeah, 
Yeah. And also, I would feel really shitty if I go there and, like, feel really, you know, like, I'm ready to just accept this with fans. And then, right. like, there's people there. I'm like, oh, check it out. It's fucking Jimmy Page. And I'm like, <laughs> You're like dude, yeah. shut up. I don't care if Jimmy Page is here. Taylor's not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Um, moving on. This one is pretty cool. And I hope uh, that this moves on because, uh, Dave, you and I were talking about buying some tickets to a show. Uh, today and you, you asked me oh how much do you think tickets will be and i was like i have no fucking clue and i gave you a price <laughs> range that it was a pretty like it was a pretty clean sweep of like yeah this is a reasonable price this isn't um but i was like i don't know um new york state has uh they basically have approved a bill to ban hidden fees on concert tickets uh-oh and you know, I read it. Oh, Live Nation! I read into this thinking like, oh, this is going to be like, oh, this is going to be some legalese, and it's just going to be like one type of fee. But in the like in, in the statement saying like, hey, we're doing this, it just basically they're saying like it is unfair to promote a you know thirty dollars a ticket, and then you go to check out, and it's actually sixty dollars, and they are requiring if you're selling tickets for New York events, uh, both primary and resale, which is cool. All of the fees, any and all fees at the outset have to be displayed. So if it's at the end of the, the fees, it's $60, you have to uh, print it as it's going to be $60. I think that is so great. Yeah. yeah, I think for a second, the growing pains of that are going to be like, shows have gotten so expensive because people might not be aware of that new bill. But there's there's so many times where I've been in an online queue and I'm like, yeah, tickets are only thirty or forty bucks, and I'm like, I'm gonna buy two tickets. That's eighty bucks, you know, with taxes. Maybe it's you know a clean one hundred. That's not with taxes, but no. whatever. But then I get to checkout and it's like two hundred dollars. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, did I accidentally buy four tickets? But then like, <laughs> and then in that moment, and this happened with the My Chemical Romance tickets, I was like. I waited in this queue, and if I don't buy these, I'm about to lose them. Yeah. You guys have really like extorted me here, and I that's, like if yeah, I that's give up. How it's designed, and that's what they're banking on. Yeah, which yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's yeah. super shitty. It it should be a thing that should be federally like required to not do that because that's not the case. You don't go to like the store and you go buy like some eggs, and it's like, well, here's the twelve cent ed- egg fee at the end of the checkout. <laughs> twelve cent <laughs> egg fee per egg. Yeah, who knows? You know, some crazy, crazy fee that Live Nation would do, right? It does so. feel like a mafia is running. Yeah, it. well, it, and especially because of their ownership of venues and partnerships and all that, mm-hmm. it's like they control most of the live events. And do any of us really know what the fees are? We all know that you get tagged like a thirty dollar fee. But what is that fee? Well, I mean, so, and sometimes the, it's like the, service fee. Yeah, what the they're, fuck? they're all really vague. I mean, but the fees go to the venues, and that's part of Live Nation and Ticketmaster's like business model is to be the bad guy for the venues to get paid more from tickets because they didn't want to raise prices on tickets because people complain, right? Hmm. I mean, there's a bunch of a bunch of examples about like video games haven't gone up in price, but so they added like DLC and whatever, a bunch of right. other shit. So it's like because the if you raise the price, people freak out and. Can you explain that to me, Adam? Uh, the no. video game no, that's all uh, analogy you were just saying? Just video games and DLC. That's oh. all I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very anti-consumer, and it's just like, yeah, it's really shitty. It's like, you know, airlines do the same thing. Yeah. Of like, oh, yes, it's $100 for your ticket, $300 for your ticket. You get there, and it's like, it's $100 to check your bag. Oh, you want some feet room? Yeah. That's going to be another $50. It's like, cool. I saved money on your airline to lose money on your airline. Awesome. So... I really love this. Do I think it will go widespread? No. It should, though. 
Yeah, it definitely should. There would be certain states like Texas that would not make that a law. And USB-C yeah. should be mandatory on all iPhones. Talk about I agree. Later. Thank you, EU. <laughs> I am European now. <laughs> I don't know if that's it. I don't know if that's how that works. <laughs> Mamma mia. <laughs> yeah, that shit's not going anywhere else, probably. Yeah. That no, I, I could see it happening in California, maybe. That's but it. Uh, I'm, I'm maybe. very skeptical of how Ticketmaster will even like comply well, with this. It seems this. like just New York events from the way. Yeah, yeah for this. now, at least. But I... I get the impression that I would assume rather that Ticketmaster is going to do something bad with this and they're going to like triple the prices of tickets and go, well, look at what the state's doing. Like, can't do anything about it. Like, It's their fault. Yeah. Like, and they're uh, going to try to use this as a way to make more money because they're going to still sell tickets. It doesn't matter what the ticket price is. We know that people will buy tickets secondhand from somebody for three times face value. I so. can't tell you how many times in modern, the past like handful of years where we've had situations like that where it's like, you know, my the example being something like when like oh marvel was gonna lose spider-man and like it's these like sony's the underdog or or sorry disney's the underdog we gotta save it from big bag sony and it's like i don't give a shit about either of these corporations yeah Yeah. fuck both of you and it was the same thing apple and epic games they did a similar thing where epic games was like we're the underdog trying to fight big bad apples like no fuck both of you it's yeah you see a lot of money you can make yeah Stop trying to spin yeah. this yarn. Yeah. And that's kind of how I think that would be. If they did this, I would be like, yeah. I don't give a shit about New York State. I don't give a shit about Ticketmaster and all of them. Like, I'm not picking a bone in this fight. Yeah. But I hope it goes widespread. It would be cool. Yeah, it would be. It'd be, I mean, it'd it'd be, be nice. cool to know how much I'm going to pay. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. that's the funny thing is what we're talking about is like, I would like to know that the price that I'm told is yeah. the price that I'll end well, up yeah. paying. Well, yeah. I mean, that seems like such a basic thing that you should expect. It also doesn't feel like we're really gaining much. No. It just yeah. feels like you're not spending knowledge. less money. You're, the tickets are going to cost the same, or uh, I think more. But, yeah, I mean th- that would be the only. I don't see why they don't do that anyway. They could win a bunch of like praise for for, for Ticketmaster, which would be a weird world to live in. <laughs> Those every, words are not, not usually used like, in the same sentence, right? But if they were just like, well, here's the real cost of the tickets, and we're going to like lean in on being transparent about the pricing, and maybe they could even say a thing about here's what the artists get out of the ticket or something. Who knows? But they're not going to do that, but I don't see any reason they shouldn't just because they're going to sell tickets anyway. People are going to pay the same prices they have been paying. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, they work in the, the FOMO economy of, yeah. well, My Chemical Romance is going on tour. I'm not going to miss it. Well, yeah. and it's, tickets are, are limited. Like, events can only hold so many people. So, like, those are the tickets you can sell. I think you're going to sell most of them anyway without whatever the price is. And so. time, time and time again the real people who are going to suffer from this other than the consumers like us is the artists. I can't tell you how many times that I've seen like, you know, Coheed or someone like that announce a tour. And it's like, all right, it's a $50 a ticket. And then like everybody in the subreddits is like, I paid a hundred dollars for my ticket because of these feet. Fuck this band. They don't care about us. Like, yeah. That's not their fault, dude. Yeah. And it's hard to fight. Go buy a fucking record. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like exactly. what are they supposed to do? Play in venues that Ticketmaster doesn't have a deal with. Yeah. They're going to play for like yeah. 400 people. <laughs> they're, they're, uh, maybe less than that, that. Yeah. less than that yeah. they're, they're, they're gonna play in a fucking basement yeah yep uh moving on uh justin bieber I, I didn't know this but he had apparently recently canceled some co- concerts and didn't really give a reason for it uh understandably so fans were kind of upset about that to which he took to i saw it on instagram he may have put it elsewhere but uh, yeah, i saw it on tiktok he posted a, it's about a three minute video of him 
you know, just explaining, hey, you know, I've heard people are upset. I just wanted to come here and explain what happened. Um, he has had half of his face is experiencing facial paralysis. And uh, once you're watching the video and he points it out, it's pretty like, oh, unnerving. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty uncomfortable. That, like as soon as I saw this video, I was like, oh, shit, that's something I feel like now I'm terrified of having happen yeah. to me. Yeah. So he has uh, been diagnosed with Ramsey Hunt syndrome. And, uh, you know, what it has done is it is a, a virus that attacks his, it's like an inner ear nerve. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a nerve in your head. It's a nerve in your inner ear is what I think he was saying. And what it does from there is it attacks the nerves. Like it can happen anywhere, but it happened on his, like the side of his face. So when he's talking, only half of his face is moving. It's not blinking. The it's just and the other like he smiles to show you and it'll flare his nostrils. It's very like, yeah, it's uncomfortable and like immediately you're like, oh wow, yeah, of course you can't. And he he says, you know, obviously I'm physically incapable, incapable to do you know the shows and you know there's no express timeline uh, of like, hey, when will this be fixed? And he's just saying like, yeah, I just gotta quote unquote get my rest on and he says as you can see this is not it and he just says stuff like that <laughs> he's being justin bieber but like i, I feel bad for him because that, that's terrifying he's having to do like facial exercises so it's it's relate. it's not related but it's a similar uh effect of bell's palsy which is the less serious form of that kind of thing where it's the same exact thing half your face can go numb but this thing uh ramsey hunt is like 80 to 90 percent uh, return of function yeah it's like best case scenario yeah and he like like because he's not blinking he has like uh drops yeah to put in i'm like jesus how do you sleep at night one eye open Fuck. oh my God. uncomfortably but i mean like eye patch say what you want about justin bieber but like that that really sucks yeah. that yeah. really sucks the good thing is that he'll have at his disposal every um if it was gonna happen treatment. to anybody if it was gonna happen yeah. to well, anybody and- you, you, there's there is there is like medication you can take and yeah so i'm sure he's on the medication i'm sure he's getting it, it the average is three weeks of recovery oh wow so it's not that long um yeah. well, so here's hoping yeah um and and like the 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 facial paralysis is not even the worst part in my opinion because you have like massive pain in your ear basically oh wow so it's like it's like that's the worst you can you can get like a rash basically that turn into like all these blisters all in your ear from this disease as well hmm. Hopefully, uh, moving forward, once he realizes that the privilege that he's been given to get everything he can to help fight this, that he turns around and helps others that are less fortunate than him, maybe creates yeah. a Justin Bieber's foundation for people with this syndrome. Yeah. That, I mean, I think be he, he's talking publicly about it, so that's yeah. a good sign for that to be a thing that he might want to do. It's already helpful, yeah. Um, yeah, shit. Not really much else to say about that, but... It, it was very like eye opening. Never knew about it, and it's also very uh, what oh. eye opening. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> unnerving and eye opening. Yeah, uh, it's very like it, illuminating. Uh, it's one of those uh, things I never knew about it, and uh, you know I don't feel. I don't know if we ever talked about this, but whenever um, Freddie Mercury, I think he announced that he had AIDS two or three days before he died. Yeah. And a lot of people when he died in the community were upset because 
they felt oh you could have been a advocate for us like you really would have brought it to the masses but i i really do stand on the like doesn't have to be a responsibility you no. just because you are in this community that is being marginalized does not mean that you are required to be an advocate or an activist i guess he, is. he didn't want to be known as the sick guy yeah that was like that was a really important thing to him and i don't think that this is the same situation no. for justin bieber but it does kind of feel like he didn't really want to talk about it because he's trying to figure it out and it's probably terrifying yeah especially yeah. when you're in that point of extreme privilege to like be like oh I can have heart attacks too. Shit, or or or, right. to, or to be a public figure seen differently in no, numerous ways, not just one that's yeah. like, oh come on, you fucking canceled your show. What the fuck are you doing? Not just that way, not just the way of like you know, like they're seeing him in a vulnerable state of yeah. like half of my face is paralyzed, right. and which is should... not part of his normal image. No. Yeah, so. yeah, and you should have the right to try and you know control your image to an extent. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it will always work, but you should. Yeah. And so it, I I hope this wasn't the case, but it kind of does feel like he was kind of pushed to be like, hey, this is what's happening to me, guys. So yeah, fuck off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I also wonder with Freddie Mercury if he didn't want people to know he had AIDS because people were finding out that he was gay, and he didn't want to tie because in, at that time sure. that it was very tied together, and the people that were on the other end of the fence that were like, you know, fuck gay people, and you know. Uh, I wonder if he was like worried about them being like, see, see, even the famous gay people get AIDS. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I really stand in that point of like, hey, the, you're not required to. It doesn't matter. It, it's up yeah, to I you. Mean, if it, you want to do that, great. If you don't, like that's. If you're you, going to do it, it has required. a big impact, but you don't have to do it. Yeah. I mean, you're, yeah, you're, you're, li you're living through a, a real experience of being sick. So yeah. you, sh you don't like, like you don't have to because you are famous then like put another layer of like stress on top of being sick, which is like being a activist and an advocate for like knowledge and of the disease and like trying to braise. That, that's just a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff to like concern yourself with while you're trying to recover and trying to, or just being sick. Yeah. I'm going to be honest about this next news article. I did not read it, but I did read the headline and that's enough for me to say, uh, Fleetwood Max, Christine McVie <laughs> has been quoted in an interview with the guardian saying cocaine and champagne made me perform better and the reason why i like to bring this up is i'm curious how you guys feel about that i don't think it's you know necessarily uh. bad to perform inebriated but i really like i've played with people who are like yeah i just write better if i'm high okay so that's a load of horseshit <laughs> and that's what i'm saying so okay so the the funny thing about this was it, we talked about we talked about rumors they had talked about putting their coke dealer in the liner notes of their of that record if you guys remember that so that makes this even funnier right that like that that, that was so important for fleetwood like, Mac, so right? critical for that yeah, album yeah apparently um so i think like the the thing about this is like it's cool if that works for you like it makes you perform better i like would dare to say like you know give it some time like you know maybe maybe don't just try once don't don't try to perform once sober and it doesn't work like give it a few times or like you know just in moderation i think that's a really important thing but also these two you know cocaine and 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 alcohol especially together they definitely are like of like a let, let let's fucking go kind of combination especially the cocaine, obviously. But, like, I, I've heard a lot of stories from people who smoke weed and they play. It does help them in some cases, but in a lot of cases, it's like they're not paying attention. Their attention span's all gone. Like, I heard a story from a friend recently who was trying to read really hard, like, 
constantly meter changing jazz and he was high and he was like ah, nope this sucks this also, fucking sucks also like am i shocked to hear that somebody you know who is drinking alcohol and doing cocaine at the same time thinking that they sound yeah. great yeah no, or, right. or had a good time doing it yeah yeah i'm not too shocked yeah. that like you think you sound great i mean and like yeah sure i'm sure they did sound great but uh yeah i it, it's this weird like idolizing of like hey in order to write a song like the doors and jim morrison you need to do peyote like that's how well, it's gonna happen and and the thing is is that you're like, a bad musician because you don't do lsd it's so steeped within the culture of music to to, to do to drink to do drugs to yeah. like be a part of that it's so like like it's it's one of those things where like if there's an alcoholic musician it's like yeah they're a musician no shit like, like right. they have to be yeah. yeah and so it's like it's 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 a it's a horrible thing that's steeped into the culture that it's like we all drink um but you know it it's she's not helping that cause at all and people are like yeah go ahead i'm sure the people are like cheering her on for saying <laughs> shit like that yeah so. the people that are doing coke and drinking are like <laughs> fuck i knew i was right yeah or 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 it's the people who are like like I've been I've been at location I've been at places where people hear I'm a musician and they're like oh it must be so glamorous it's people like that who think that like living like the quote unquote musician or quote unquote rock star life just means that you can fucking do drugs and drink all day and not actually have any true responsibility and when it's like in reality it's like dude I'm drinking because I'm like trying to like chill like <laughs> you know and this is like a vice of mine it is potentially an issue but like it has I don't you know that that's a personal thing regardless yeah. but like it's just it's just so it's it's unfortunate it's so steeped into the culture and i do like advise young musicians if you are listening to like you know chill out on that shit like chill out and, <laughs> and be very aware of your intake because like i i know for i can say for certain that i would not drink as much as i do if i didn't play as many gigs as i did i think that maybe the stigma is slightly going away from this uh of like or that kind of idea I don't think it'll ever truly go away, but like it is kind of dying a bit because there are a lot of people. I mean, like Metallica, they're all much older, but they do talk about like, oh, yeah, yeah we used to party. And now we have like a gym or we have somebody like a kinesiologist at the in the back. I think that's the right word. The guys who like stretch you after yeah. the workout. And, and and so like so there's that part of it. But then there's also this like like it. this is more towards the stigma going away. But it also is weird. There are straight edge bands and straight edge musicians. There aren't straight edge accountants. You're just an accountant. It's not like right. It's, it, it's just well, that's because all accountants do coke. <laughs> <laughs> but there's even like there's there's people like Harry Styles who guess what? He's the same age as me. So like and he's talking about like how he's like, oh, yeah, people have this idea of me that, like, I'm really, like, this, like, pop star who every night I'm just living to excess. But, like, I, like, after a show, I don't hang out with anybody. When I'm on tour, my main focus is taking care of my voice and, like, taking care of myself to make sure I'm good for the next show. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I really only have fun three hours a day. Other than that, I'm just preparing for the next day. And he's like, yeah, you see me in these outfits, but what you don't know is under that I look like a tennis player with, like, all these, like, uh, he's got all these... Uh, pads and whatnot mm -hmm. to like he's like my knees are fucked yeah and he's right. fucking 28 <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah I, I mean i would obviously there has been some progression since the 70s like we've gotten away from that stigma a little bit but there's still problems yeah yeah we get drink tickets as payment sometimes yeah 
<laughs> right? Like, I yeah. love drink that tickets. That doesn't help. Yeah. No, it, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like, a, you know, we, we expect a tab. We expect drink tickets because it's like we're playing at places where there is alcohol. And so part of, like, what the, what the venue will do for us is give us some of that. Yeah. But... It feels very much like a like a trade economy of like, I have these songs. Will you give me a goat? <laughs> you have goat. I mean, you wouldn't want to get paid for your music. Yeah, exactly. No, Instead, we will give you. Goat. you would you would... like three of drink tickets? Yeah. <laughs> Make it four. Deal. Um, but only well. <laughs> I was going to say well limit though. And yeah. domestics. Yeah. Hagen, did you have any news you wanted to share? Yeah, um, so uh, we have a new member of the EGOTs, or I don't know, I don't know how to describe that. So but the Eagles of Death Metal. Yeah, Eagles of Death Metal. Yeah. Sick, dude. Eagles of Tef. <laughs> Eagles of Teflon Metal. Yeah, that's what you went with. When you see a T, you think Tef. Well, I mean, you said you know, I, I not me, <laughs> and I you can probably guess when I see a P, what I think of as well. Oh, what do you think of penis? No, dude, dude, oh, dude, that's fucking awesome. When you see t- when you see a T, what do you think of? Uh, Tennis. T. T. Cheerio. Oh. Hmm. That's yes. not where you went. Yeah, no, wrong place. He said T, and then I said T back. <laughs> and he was like, "Yep, that's acceptable. You didn't just say the the letter to me again." T <laughs> T. I thought he was going T E A. Yeah, yeah, no, I was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jennifer Hudson is now an EGOT winner. I guess. I, yeah, I guess that's how you say Did that. Did the Tonys just happen? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So Tonys, yeah. Tonys were last night. Interesting. Um, but the interesting thing about it, I Not mean, me. of course she deserves. <laughs> <laughs> of course she deserves to be. Uh, I, I think she deserves to, to have an EGOT or to be an EGOT holder. Um, but she won because the the musical that she's a producer on one best musical, which Do you, is. Uh, does it in that article have the rest of her ego? <laughs> Is it also just for producing things? She won that would be um, great. Best Supporting Actress Oscar for Dreamgirls. Uh, she has two Grammys. Um, and then she got a Daytime Emmy for the animated short Baba Yag, which she helped voice and produce. Hmm. And there are currently 17 EGOT winners. So she, so she is the co-producer for the musical A Strange Loop, which is a, a, a show that follows the character Usher, a black queer writer writing a musical about a black queer writer writing a musical about a black queer writer. So that's the, that's, she's the co-producer on that. That uh, sounds interesting. Yeah. That sounds like that's either really good or like a headache. I mean, it just won best musical at Tony's. So and maybe yep. it's good. <laughs> it's called Usher or Jason Derulo. Uh, it's called Jason Derulo. <laughs> Jason Derulo. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Congratulations to Jennifer Hudson. She is now a winner of uh, EGOT. Yeah, wasn't, it's wasn't it's she... one of the shortest uh, times to get all of those, too. It took what? her 40 years and nine months, which is like third place for Did quickest. You say 40 years? 40 years. Oh. Most of them are like 70 years. Oh, from birth to EGOT. Um, from first, no, first award to <laughs> from winning. From birth to EGOT. <laughs> no, but Jennifer from, Hudson's From story. winning your like first award that is in an EGOT, right? So like, mm. say you win an Emmy. And you know you're 25, and then like 70 years later you win one. That's confusing to me because she's 40. Yeah, is that? <laughs> yeah, it's like she's not old. This list is wrong then. Yeah. So. Well, <laughs> but wasn't she shunned by uh, like Simon Cowell or something? Uh, I don't know. 
Probably. Simon Cowell like sucks. that. Like someone told her, like you're never going to make it in the music business. Oh yeah, she was told that. Yeah. 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 Well, at Good this, for her. this very well, moment, it? we would like to announce that Jennifer Hudson is the official recipient of the DFTA award, making her the very first EGOT DFTA. <laughs> Congratulations, Jennifer. Congrats, Jennifer Hudson. That's awesome. Or you got you got D. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you got D. So she, I got she's D. She's one of the youngest EGOT winners. Yeah, that makes that's, sense. That's, yeah, that, that makes sense. That's better. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> that was a very confusing list I pulled up. I'm gonna guess Quincy Jones. Oldest. <laughs> oldest. No, it's gonna be someone of... who's dead. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. At, at, oldest. Oldest living. at like age of completion of getting your your final. <laughs> You can't change my question, Dave. Sorry. I'm, say, gonna... I'm changing your question. I'm uh, changing your question. John, You'd be a very good lawyer. John Jiggled? I don't know how to say his name. Oh, Heimer Schmidt? <laughs> what did John do? I don't know how to say that name. I don't know who that is. Are you jiggling? Or what? But he, uh, he was 81. Thanks for laughing at that. <laughs> I had it in my head. I just, I'm so glad you said it. Every time somebody I, who was eighty one or eighty seven when they won their last one, so we none of us know who that is. Every time I look at uh, the Tonys, I because sometimes I'm so into musicals and theater that I'm like I should watch the Tonys one year, and then I look at it, I'm like I know none of this shit. Yeah, yeah. Like Tony- by the time that musicals become on my radar, fucking shit. That's dude. the that's the point of the Tonys. Is the Tonys is to put the shit on the radar. So like things ge- generally a lot of musicals it's not it's, this isn't the rule all the time, but like the musical that wins best Tony is generally like still an up and coming musical and once it wins that best Tony, the tickets pri- the, the tickets get sold like crazy and that's it. Sam Mendes won a uh a uh, Tony last night who if you don't know who that is, he did James Bond movies, the Daniel Craig ones. That's cool. <laughs> Any relation uh, to Sean Mendez? No. Now Jesse Tyler Ferguson won. I'm oh, gonna yeah, stop. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna keep reading, but I'm gonna stop talking. Well, uh, speaking of John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that's because we were talking about it. I'm just thinking. Wait, about was it. his name your name too? It was, but Hagen now has more syllables in his name. Officially? No, not officially. Then uh, shut no, up. but I mean, <laughs> holy shit! Go back <laughs> to Italy. You gotta go do the paperwork. <laughs> Dude, it's so much paperwork. Oh, I know. My wife still Dude, hasn't changed her name. So he's, much paperwork. He's still halfway through writing his name on the application. <laughs> I, need, I, I, need, I need bigger pieces of paper to write my full fucking name down. You're going to have to have two driver's licenses. <laughs> yeah, a two-page up, driver's license. Yeah. 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 Might as well just carry a passport. <laughs> uh, okay, so another item that I have for us is uh, um, you mentioned Metallica earlier. And, uh, man, they are just living in boomer territory right now. <laughs> Uh, Kirk Hammett, uh, said on streaming quote, we warned everyone this was going to happen. Dude, shut the fuck up. What do yeah. they think streaming is? <laughs> <laughs> and, and what does he mean? We like, okay. So, so this is, so this is well, what he not said. him. He means believe, Lars and James. I believe Lars was just thrown out to slaughter. So he said classic rock launched just before Napster came along in 99 and the music industry started to change. Metallica were one of the big names fighting against peer to peer file sharing, which, which morphed, is totally what streaming is, which, which morphed into the streaming model oh. that prevails today. Hmm. We warned everyone that this was going to happen. We warned everyone the music industry was going to lose 80% of its net worth, power and influence. When these monumental shifts come, you just either fucking rattle the cage and get nothing done or you move forward. 
Kirk didn't write that. There's the definitely end is, there's the end is near. The, there's definitely a new way for getting music out there, but it isn't as effective as the music industry pre-Napster. But we're stuck with it. There needs to be some sort of midway point where the two come together or another completely new model comes in. Dude. What? How? Rich Boomer complaining about nothing. I'm. I don't yeah. care. Like yeah. it, complaining that he can't double his net worth before the, he dies. It's like, the same fucking problem with when they did the Napster suit in the first place. Yeah. It's like I don't care that Metallica's losing money. That means nothing to yeah. me. Yeah. Well, At least even then, it was like, to fight for the artists that yeah. are actually getting fucked because of Napster. Yeah. Even you then, guys it was are like, fine. Napster is free, and that's like stealing things. Like I did that, but like it was stealing things. Right? Yeah. Like that's totally different from people who are paying to listen to things on Spotify, even if it sucks. Well, like, I think, yeah. I think like his point is, is very valid in that it was like, it was going in this direction. Like Napster, all that stuff was leading to this place where music was going to be very accessible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a fair point to make. Don't fucking go into an interview and go, I try, we tried to warn you guys. Like, dude, you're fine. Maybe, Shut the maybe fuck up. Maybe instead of trying to warn us, he should have invested in Spotify. Or maybe he should, maybe he should try to do that thing that's like the change in the system yeah. instead of sitting there going well i told you so like, like sitting on his front porch in the yeah. rocking chair like i fucking warned you i remember when music used to be bought <laughs> yeah like how about you go start a metallica whatever service thing you imagine is the substitute for this which doesn't exist can you yeah. imagine how quick can i have hacked? a turn doing an old boomer thing yeah go ahead i could have been a pro <laughs> <laughs> i could have gone pro Nicely done. That was good. Thanks. That was good. Uh, yeah. So he's a he's a he's an old boomer. Um, and then my final thing I have for us. Um, actually, I have kind of two final things. Um, but one of them is just a congratulations for for Britney Spears' wedding. I don't know if you guys saw those pictures, but everyone's uh, calling her wedding party the the Avengers. Um, it, it had it, it, it. There was a lot of crazy people who were like in her wedding party. Not we, like we didn't get this in Italy, actually. So you didn't get the the Britney Spears wedding in Italy. No, we didn't have it there. You didn't have it there. Were mm -hmm. they Were they out? It was like Dr yeah. Pepper. Was it like the Was it like the not the, locally grown? Can we have Britney Spears wedding? At, uh, and then no, we have Britney Spears wedding at home. There's a lot of sunscreen, really. <laughs> <laughs> just just a lot of sunscreen. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, yeah, I should have, I should have pulled this up beforehand. I'm sorry, but yeah, congratulations to Britney Spears and her wedding. And then the other thing I have is, um, an update on Mariah Carey's NFT. Cause oh, I know nice. we all give a shit about it. What was the I, currency call again? I don't know Jams. 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 There it is. <laughs> Jam. Sounds like somebody invested. You said yeah, that yeah. quick. No, I have <laughs> I have it pulled up because I wanted to see what the price was. Did you bid? No. Did you bid? No. Okay. Oh, so we should have done that as we, a show. We should have. We would have gotten a bunch of press for it. Okay, so I read this tweet incorrectly the first time I read it. So GeoJam tweeted out, The Mariah Carey Fly With Me NFT experience is final. Over 7.1 million jam closed out the auction. So uh, I read that as $7.1 million, and I was like, that went up a lot. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, it's just jam. So, uh, uh, <laughs> so 7.1 million jam. It did go up from last time. Uh, from from last week, but it's still not that much money in the grand scheme of all this fucking like bullshit. Was it like 136 jams is one dollar. Uh, I don't I, know. I forgot since yeah. last week. I have but. I have it pulled up how much how, roughly how much uh, dollars the the amount of jam is, and it's about fifty five thousand dollars. <laughs> So that's a, lot of that's, money. that's a lot of money, but like in the grand scheme uh, of like for launching your own NFT, whatever yeah. things that seems bad. What is an NFT, Adam? I don't really know. <laughs> non fungal 
I'm pretty sure it's a thing you just Tonic. put on Twitter to make non-fungal people know. toes. Non-fungal toes. <laughs> so yeah, uh, <laughs> we all got episode. NFTs, dude. Yes, dude. That's awesome. Wait, I don't. You have oh, fungal? Fuck. You got, are you a fun guy? Was it from I'm the rain? <laughs> is it what? Was it from the rain at Jack White? It was from all the sweat I did on my toesies this weekend outside. Wiggity 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 I do that. Okay, with go our back toes, to Italy. You got fungal you're toes. Back, you're wearing shoes still. So yeah, but you got fungal toes. I'm I don't actually touching. have fungal toes, bro. He's gonna check. I'm fucking taking done. my socks off. Let us see your feet. You. I'm not doing that. Show right. me Show your me feet. feet. Actually, I want you to get banned from Twitch. Show yeah. me them feet. I would. I would love it if if I could like show you guys my feet and you take a picture and then I get a wiki feet score. That'd be awesome. Would you guys rate me on wiki feet? Mm-mm. I Fuck. won't do that, but you could Fuck. post that. And people will. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. Well, congratulations to whoever fucking won that Mariah Carey NFT. It was Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> it was Mariah Carey. She's taking herself to the, to the fucking yeah. award. If it, was, if, if it was her, why did she pay so little? Like, that's shouldn't good, she be point. like, oh, I'm going to pay a million dollars? She should dollars. be hyping it yeah. up. Or maybe she didn't understand the ratio of jams to, to dollars. She was like, ah, yes, 1.7 or 7.1. 7. 1. Yeah. Um, 7.1 million jams. I want to know how many people bid on that. I don't think they're going to tell anybody. Five million it jams. Was, it was no. I just mean like how many people bid. I I imagine the number is like five. <laughs> just, like, just like five guys. Like no, I want to go with Mariah Carey. No, I want to. And go. some and guy bid it. twice probably. Maybe it was uh, <laughs> Nick something. What's his name? What her ex? Carter. Name. Oh, yeah. Cannon. 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 Oh. <laughs> He's like that's crazy. I won. <laughs> uh, that was my Nick Cannon impression. <laughs> It's crazy, I won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's all I have. Yeah, that's all I yeah, have. That sounds like a good place to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's all done. the steam I got. <laughs> <laughs> what are you listening to? I bet you have so much stuff. I do. I'll go last. Oh, uh, fuck. I'll, I'll go, go first because I don't have anything. Cool. Okay. That was quick. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> nice. Moving uh, on. I, I don't know if you need to post these. I just want to talk about how weird it is. Um, I listened to OK Computer again for the first time in a long time. That's fucking weird. Just dude. wait. <laughs> then these these are the three things in my Apple. So underrated. Recently played, starting over by Chris Stapleton, and No Effects is the War on Errorism. No Effects is a weird band. Like yeah. they're, they're a band that like I I remember they were like the only band that was always on Warp Tour, mm-hmm. and then I would go listen to them, and I saw them live once. I was like. What is this? <laughs> I don't think I like it. Yeah, that's a good record, though. Yeah. Nothing's kind of a cool yeah. song. Nothix? Mm. Nothix? Yes. Nothix. Yeah, hello that's there. That's okay. <laughs> Album? I've been listening to uh, Jack White live recordings from shows on uh, nugs.net. It's a nice. website for live stuff. I don't know if anybody knows that. It sounds stupid. No, sounds I've like heard you about shouldn't it, admit to that. Yeah. It's, actually, it's actually really cool. It's a it cool really website. Cool. Uh, it's it is weird because it's definitely like intended for like Grateful Dead fans who listen to every show that they do on tour. But it's a cool idea. Jack White stuff is on there for some reason. I think it's through Title that they have some like promo deal. I paid twenty bucks and I get a whole year. So if you want to log in to listen to stuff, let oh, me know. Yeah, Dawes has a bunch of shows on there. There's a bunch of a bunch of surprising bands that I thought were on there because it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Jack White wants to do some weird thing on the website. Well, it's cool but. because if you were at that show, if you're yeah, at yeah, that show and you it, like a version yeah. of a song they did, then you can probably get a or copy like, of it. We left that show a little early and we didn't hear some of the songs in the end. And I wanted like to go see what Nation we. Seven Nation Army. Yeah, I didn't care about that one, but lack of version. It was. Uh, it, it's cool to hear live shows, and I don't tend to listen to live albums generally speaking. But 
I think it's sometimes when I want to do that, that's cool that it's like a varied mix. It's like every show he's done this year. There's shows from Jack White in like 2008 on there. So it's very extensive. So Would that into, just be the White Stripes? I don't know. Uh, when did they break up? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it a you? Mario? <laughs> what? You sound like a Mario character. Nah. 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 Uh, they broke up in... 2006? 11. Oh, I'm going to win. Well, maybe they weren't live shows with just Jack White in 2008. Maybe that was something else. But oh, okay. I don't know. All right. I've been listening to quite a few things, most of which you guys have already noted, such as Harry Styles and whatnot. Uh, so I will note new things. Uh, I mentioned this artist a while back when I went to see uh, Adrian Lenker in D.C. last year. Uh, they were who opened up for her, Ludolo. Uh Seems to be a very small act. Uh, just released uh, his debut EP called Once, Now, Then Again. The opening track, Call It In, is probably one of the best songs of the year, in my opinion. Uh, it's just very calming, and uh, it was super exciting to see that come out and like be very consistent with the experience that I saw. So if you're going to listen to anything, I say uh, definitely go listen to that. Could use the boost, I would assume. Um, go see them live if you can. Um, and then also, I've been listening to this all year but like today it's kind of like i've been super into it um uh fontaine's dc their new band or new album skinty fia which is just like another you know uh post-rock band from across the pond that is just killing it uh and they'll be playing in dallas soon so i'm really debating on going to see them just really they're really fun and uh just like i I don't know that whole post-punk scene right now is just really killing it uh but what I'd really like to talk about, and Dave, I think you're the one who called me out on this, so I want you to have the playbill. Um, <laughs> yesterday, I saw Oklahoma. Look at the frame oh. of this. Oh, uh, This was the 2019 uh, restaging of it. Uh, one Tony's in 2019. One. <laughs> uh, so I saw this yesterday. The bear in there. I have no clue. Have you that. seen Have you seen Oklahoma before? Never. Okay. So this, I knew, I, you know, it's a Roger and Hammerstein uh, production. Was a first stage in 1943, I believe. Uh, so real bad time. Uh, and you know, it's one of those kind of like classic theater things. So I was like, sure, I'll go see it. Um, wow, I was like completely unright no dave that's yours i don't want uh, it yeah no it's yours you, you called to, me you out. have to take it home now i was not ready for what i saw so i went in thinking yep i this is gonna be like hello dolly this is gonna be like a sondheim this is gonna be something like that sondheim and rogers and hammerstein are not the same thing at all you have no clue what i'm about to say okay. you have no clue i walked in and i'm watching it and the first maybe 20 30 minutes it's a two and a half hour 245 show uh I'm thinking like, okay, I know what this is. It's a bunch of like, you know, yeehaw music. And, uh, I was like, you know what? I can enjoy this. It's toe tapping. I know what Oklahoma is. Yeah, the, the new the new category at the Grammys, best yeehaw record. And, and then stuff started happening. All the lights went out. They start doing stuff where like then these two hyper-masculine characters are just talking in pitch black in this like opera house. And then it's slowly a spotlight opens up on them and they're crisscross on a table like a few inches from their each other's face and i was like what's happening what is this uh 
and I they start giving all these vibes of like college theater thesis of like ah fuck fuck saying stuff like that doing (laughs) stuff like that and i was like this is so weird they tried to modernize this and it's really at odds with itself and you know during the um intermission i'm really sitting there and i'm like look this is fine it's not bad it's not great and then the ending of it happens the last act and the very ending maybe the last 30 45 minutes of it and i'm like oh my god this went from like I think this is not that good to this is a masterpiece. <laughs> I think this might be the greatest thing I've ever seen. And the person I was with was right there with me. And there's like a combination of in the crowd. There's like, well, it's mostly people who see the name Oklahoma and they're like, ah, I'm an 80 year old person. I'm gonna go see this. And <laughs> they all hated it. So like the person I was with, like, I know my, the state. Yeah, it's my partner's cousin. Her and I went and. We were sitting there. We were scared to like talk about how much we liked it until we got to the car. And I was like, that was amazing, right? And she's like, yeah. Yeah, no, it was. It was like, what What did we just see? And it was like, the ending was like I was watching a Jordan Peele film. It was so like this psychological terror. And I was like, holy shit. And they're singing that song, Oklahoma, while there's like this psychological terror thing happening in front of me. Meanwhile, the whole show, House Lights are on that's cool it was so unnerving and i don't like and i'm sitting there thinking like maybe i just got like gaslit into liking this really bad performance and then i listened to this like two hour long deep dive on it uh which had all the producers and everything i was like oh everything i thought about this performance was right it's what they intended i was like holy shit this was actually a masterpiece so uh wow it's never gonna be staged again it's never gonna go on tour i guarantee you that's cool people fucking hated it people walked out uh it was insane it was crazy wow people didn't so like at the end of a performance like the actors acted their hearts out even if you don't like it the actors like busted their asses off and they did really well and like you owe them at least a few minutes of standing there and clapping when they're bowing people fucking like as soon as it was over like ran out like a third of the audience were like i'm fucking out and i was like that is so fucking rude. Even if you didn't like it, like, yeah, fucking clap, dude. These these yeah. revampings of old musicals is a thing that's like that's like becoming a really big thing, and people who see all these old musicals are like just hate it. They're gonna have a bad time, but it's really this was important. Way different because it has to it has to happen though, but it has to but it has to be re envisioned because Oklahoma's been done the same way for years. It was yeah, it it was very clear that they like it was a great example of blind casting that they picked who was right for a role yeah. they picked someone for a specific role where there's a lyric talking about like oh i'm a 110 pound uh sweetheart uh and this was a very large person and it just like it was like you clearly picked the right person for the role and didn't give a shit of like what the source material was quote unquote thinking i was like god damn i've never had that experience of like I think this isn't that good. And then the very end of it, like recontextualize the whole thing of like, I would go see it again right now if I could. Wow. That's cool. It was incredible. So Dave, enjoy that playbill. <laughs> uh, fuck you very much. There you go, bud. <laughs> That's just go. for you. And, oh, and they did send out, uh, sorry to end this on a little sour note, but like they sent out before this thing, uh, this performance, like a bunch of notes of saying like, Hey, we're aware of the shooting in Texas and like, there are guns that are used in this uh, performance and just FYI, they're prop guns, like just FYI, that kind of thing. I was like, 
that's a, like I understand it, but like he, I don't feel like he really had to do that. And then I got out of that performance. I was like, that was a good call. That was yeah. a real good call because that I think half the show was about like gun violence and then like bullying and all that. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. What a bad time to stage this or a great time. I don't know, but wow. Yeah. If you have a chance, I recommend it. You might hate it, but you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> as soon as it happens, you're like, oh my God, am I watching Get Out? This is insane. It was so good. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's what I've been listening to. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Anybody got anything else? Mm-mm. Awesome. Well, welcome back, Jackson. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you seem very thrilled. To <laughs> don't want this <laughs> okay i'll take it yeah you can recycle it okay I'll recycling doesn't work though no it doesn't do you, do you really want to get into that no 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 take us out of here <laughs> you sure yeah okay yeah, cool. get us out of this before it's a problem <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much for listening we appreciate you being here uh it's nice to be back with jackson and, and be back in uh, uh, a return to forum like we said last time uh i don't think you guys need me so like uh i think we do no i think you guys killed it i don't think you you need me i appreciate i appreciate you saying that Mm -hmm. we would like you here yeah regardless of we need you or not i was fishing for compliments (laughs) (laughs) we very much would like you here it feels it feels right to have all four hot uh Uh well yep Welcome to Texas, baby. Welcome back. Uh, thank you for listening. If you haven't already, please uh, follow or subscribe on whatever podcast app you are using. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you can leave us, leave us a little five-star review if you want to. Um, if you have any thoughts about Oklahoma or about <laughs> anything else that we're – like if you have a playbill that you would like to show us a picture of, you can email us at Dave here's, this, Dave, yeah. <laughs> Dave, here's this playbill at don'tfeedtheartist.com. Uh, uh, and by the way, I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out here. Uh, we normally – record this on monday evenings so if you think you have a uh, you know eagle eye or a bullseye whatever and you can send us an email while i have my notes in front of me and my email open i might read your email out right as it comes to holy us. holy shit oh, that could get dangerous monday yeah. evenings monday evenings yeah. central well, standard well, time kind of more evening. like an afternoon but yeah you, yeah. could, you could just email us on Mondays, see what happens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and if you're on social media, you can follow us on Instagram, DFDA Podcast, Facebook, Don't Feed the Artists. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Fuck off. Get me a towel. Oh, what a beautiful a playbill? Get me a playbill. Oh, that's way better. <laughs>